generations after generations keep praising you yet no word sounds you all then I asked the Lord what name it you then he said yeah can we do it again say generations after generations keep praising you yet no words of the word then I asked the Lord what day if it's you then he said yeah amen they know yours, Lord. What name, what name be to you? Oh, I know your mother So we say, it's very simple. You are the one, and you are the Holy One, Yahweh, the King of Zion. You are the one, you are the Holy One, Yahweh, the King of Zion. Yeah, yeah. Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. Generations after generations, let's do it. Generations after generations. Keep praising you, Lord. You know more the words of you. Then I ask the Lord. One day, one day. What did he say? And he said, yeah. Can we do that again? Generation say, generation after generation. From ages to dates, he still the same. And no one sounds you are. Then I ask the Lord. What name, what name? And what did he say? You're the only one, you're the only one. Everybody, everybody, everybody say. You're the holy one. You're the holy one. The King of Zion, 
Yahweh, 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 say Yahweh, Yahweh, you're great. to lift up your head and talk to this God. Talk to Yahweh. Talk to Yahweh. Worship, let them worship. Oh, oh, say, oh, the Holy One, Yahweh, Yahweh, the King of Zion, the Holy One, the Holy One, Yahweh, Yahweh, together celebrate Jesus celebrate Jesus give glory to Jesus it is very okay to lift your voice give the Lord a shout offering hallelujah 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to first of all say a very big thank you to my very good friend and brother, Pastor Kojo, together with Mami for the opportunity and the church leadership for the opportunity to be here to worship with great and wonderful people like you. I don't take it for granted. I deem it a great honor. And I want to say a very big thank you to you. I, I always say that when a man gives you his altar, he has given you his mantle. And it is dangerous to take it for granted. Hallelujah. And so I deem this a great honor. I'm trusting that we're going to have a beautiful service this very morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Kindly close your eyes and lift up your hands to Jesus. La Rosa Hadibakosavandesh. Fellowship with the Spirit for a moment. Malera Doshadayanama Grandes Tevaziana Lerodazes. Ularana delegado jadayanea le radoses le cabananie Spirit of God, we acknowledge your presence in our midst. Le radosadaba delegadae i catola brandestaya. Regada barada zona brande legaya Ile talanie zadabaya Rababobazia nena legadaya Spirit of a living God We open the portals of our spirit And we receive from you We receive from you We receive from you Bless us O oh God Let us not remain the same Upon this mountain, upon this exalted altar, Lekabarada Sotaya, Lekabarianade, Lekabada Brando Sadayale, Ragada Babarianania, Adelegabarua Sandayaj, Lekabada Badaba Sandelega de Brandestaya, Regada Barua Baba Zegada Bayade. We bless you, Jesus. Father, we bless you. We're ready for you. Do what only you can do. Say what only you can say. And in the long run, take all the glory. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Today I want to trust God for us to... Oh, don't leave the keyboard. Okay. I like the background. That's provided it won't disturb you. Right. right. Thank you, Spirit of God. The Lord just gave me a word for you. I don't know how long you've been in connection with Pastor Kojo, 
but follow well. Follow well. I don't know you too well, but follow well. Follow well because something is rubbing on you. The Lord didn't say, I should tell you something will rub on you. He says, something is rubbing on you. As you follow, you will understand this in not too long a time. Follow well. He didn't say follow. He said follow well. Follow well. Follow well. First Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 27 to, to 33. My emphasis will be on verse 29. First Corinthians chapter 11. And I'm speaking on what I have titled discerning the body. Discerning the body. Do I have you in church? Now I know that your pastor is a, a very fiery time. And I may not come in that dimension. But I pray that as I stand upon his altar, that spirit that penetrates will be at work. Are we there? Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup. I know that you are thinking communion. Take your mind from communion. Whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body. Say with me, the body. And the blood of the Lord. Okay. But let a man examine himself, so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Not discerning the Lord's body. Verse 30. For this reason many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we will judge ourselves, we would not be judged. Uh -huh. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. Amen. As a teacher, I know that much as hermeneutics, is important. Exegesis is also important. But we're going to digress a bit from the historic background of the scripture and delve into a revelation that the Lord placed on my heart for this church. And I believe that God will bring this message at such a time because of the season you have just entered as a body. Amen. Amen. This clearly has to do with the communion, the Eucharist, taking the body, taking the blood, and how the church in Corinth were behaving with regards to the communion. But that is not what I am going to be talking about. I'm not going to be talking about communion today. So somebody is worrying. So if you're not going to be talking about communion today, what is it that you're going to be talking about? Because this scripture is very popular. You are endangering yourself. Pastor. Jesus 
refers to us as his body and he being the head. Now, if we are the body of Christ and the communion that is being referred to here is the body of Christ, then that presupposes that there is a connection between the bread and you and I. Now, reading on, he says that there are people who drink and eat the body and the blood. But when they do it, they do it without discerning the body. So, first of all, let us understand what this word discernment here in the scripture uh, means in the scripture. He's talking about having a deep insight and understanding about what you are engaging. So he says that some people connect to it without having an understanding of what it is. And he says that when they eat and drink, because they do not have that understanding, they eat and drink damnation to themselves. Ask your neighbor, are you following? Because we are making a journey, we're getting somewhere, and you will get it when we get there. He says that they eat and drink damnation to themselves because they do not discern the body. Now, if the church is the body of Christ, that tells that there is a way the church operates. But because we do not discern, we do not have an understanding of how the body works. Anytime, as you are sitting here and as I'm preaching, you are eating and drinking. Whatever is coming from the altar to you, you are consuming. That is called eating and drinking. But because we do not have an understanding, because we do not discern how this whole body works, when we eat and drink from the altar, we eat and drink damnation to ourselves. So number one, we are to have an understanding that the body of Christ works in a particular way. The body of Christ has been sectioned in certain systems and we must have an understanding of the system. When we have that understanding, anytime you sit down on the pews, on the chair, and something is released from the altar to you, when you consume, it becomes a life giver rather than a death giver. So, Paul is telling us that we are to be discerning. We must have an understanding of how this body called the church works. We must have an understanding. Either than that, what should bless you will kill you. So, the question is, how does the church operate how does this body operate what is there to understand about this body so that when we are engaging the blessing of the body we will indeed be blessed 
Because he says in verse 29 that there are some who eat and they drink in an unworthy manner. And they drink in an unworthy manner. The question is how do they drink and eat in an unworthy manner? Number one is when they are familiar. So today, uh, my emphasis is going to be on familiarity. I don't know why God will bring this word to this church at this time. Also, it's an error for you to be in your home and someone there is food in your home, but someone from outside comes, eats, and gets satisfied, belch, and go. And you are seated, hungry. The food is in your home. It's an error. And that is what is happening in the body of Christ. It is the reason why power seems to be diminishing from the body. Not because there is the absence of power. It is because those who should be the recipients of the power do not hold in high esteem the power. Familiar. A man of God traveled with a church member. He went to preach. And where he went to preach, or something. Uh, the road to the place is dusty. So upon arriving there, the pastor took his face towel, excuse me, and uh, dusted his shoes and said, ah, this place is very dusty, very dusty, and put his face towel down. Then the guy also took the pastor's face towel and said, yes, oh, pastor, the place is very dusty. That is where familiarity can take a man to. Your pastor's face down because he dusted his shoes with his face down. It's an example I'm, doing, I'm making. You know, because he dusted his shoes with his face down, you also have the effrontery to take his face down and dust. Why? Become familiar. I drove pastor. The altar carries power, but those who are to receive from the altar daily do not recognize the what thereof and so they miss it he said that is the reason why many among you are sick you shouldn't be sick he said that is why many even die die here does not only refer to cessation of breath but there are things about you that are mutilated because life must be flowing from the altar to the pews. But the way you perceive the altar and the reverence with which you give the altar. Can I feel free? Yes, because I'm getting intimidated by the way you're looking at me. Uh, yeah, right. You see? So because the way the altar is perceived is not as it should be. The life that must flow from the altar to the pews is not flowing. A man of God was in a service like this and it was testimony time. And a lady came, picked the microphone and then was testifying. He said, I had this issue and the day that pastor laid hands on me, he did not even speak that much. And then, pah, it was gone. The moment the lady gave that testimony, the woman of God, the pastor's wife, picked her bag and then stepped out. Everybody was wondering, ah, where is mommy going? We hope everything is well. After church, the man of God did all that he had to do and went 
home. When he got home, a table had been laid as though a guest was coming. So the pastor asked his wife, are we expecting any guest? He said, no, we are not expecting any guest. Sit down, my man of God. He sat down. He heard my man of God. was My man of God. Apparently, also for the issue the lady was testifying about is an issue the pastor's wife has lived with all this while. She was sleeping with the solution of her problem. She was waking with the solution of her problem. But because all that she saw was this is my husband. We, I mean, we started life with him. And so because of that, because of that, her issue was still there. The lady's testimony opened her eyes and said, so I have been sleeping with what is an answer to my issue. The pastor said that the day, that very day that she recognized him as my man of God and knelt, he said something came upon him and he laid hands on it. That was the end of what the pastor's wife had been fighting for years. If only you would discern and discern the body knowing that the body of Christ carries power. The body of Christ carries, carries solution. The body of Christ has the answer to what you are dealing with and revere. It will amaze you what will flow to you. We are too familiar. We are too familiar. That is why it looks as though some people who are riffraffs, some people who are... Sometimes I get angry at what I see on TV or so forth. And the crowd that follows these people. But they cannot be faulted. They cannot be faulted because those of us who carry true light, eh, we are not shining the light enough. Not because we don't have the light, but because we don't revere the light that we have. Somebody will have a concert and call it a church. And people will be following because they are, they are advertising something that seems like power. Meanwhile, it's not power. He said they eat and drink damnation. Not because the, the, the body they are eating gives damnation or the, the blood they are drinking gives damnation, but because they do not discern. We don't have an understanding of how the system works. This body of Christ called the church thrives on honor. It thrives on honor. It is what you honor that blesses you. It thrives on honor. It thrives on honor. Amen. Pastor Kujo is my colleague. We work at the same radio station, we sit on the same seat. But when I sit in the car and I am driving to work, I don't say it's my colleague. And so after his program, me too, I'll do my program. I am praying along with him. He's making declarations and I'm receiving it. And I get testimonies as often. He thrives on Anna. This is life. This is also death. This that you are facing. This that you sit every Sunday, every midweek, sit um, 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 through the week and, and, and you are facing it. It is life, but it's also death. Depending on how you handle it. If you see it as life, it will produce light. 
if you see it as nothing, a normal happening, it will produce death for you. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't be familiar. Let me show you something. Come with me. Mark 6, verse 5. Let me show you something. See, can we start from verse 1? Then he went out from there and came to his what? His what? Somebody's country. His own country. It means he went to his own people. And his disciples did what? They followed him. Okay. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. Like when Sunday had come, he came to church and he was preaching like this. In the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. Like a normal Sunday. Normally in quotes, Pastor Kojo will come and will be preaching. Okay? And many were hearing him. Now, see what they started saying. Where did this man get these things? That question is not in the spirit of all. It's sarcasm. And what wisdom is this which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Uh-huh. Watch verse 3. Is this not the carpenter? Is this not the carpenter? The son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon are not his sisters here with us. Don't we know his sisters? Hey, you remember the other time that his small girl that you were a uh-huh. That's his sister. We know him. So they were offended. Whenever you see offense, Mark it. There is the presence of familiarity. It's a presence of familiarity. Oh, what does he think he is? And so what? That and so what then? Oh, so, so, so Pastor called and he said that we should wait for him so that he will have a meeting with us. Oh, me. Sitting there, just calling, holding a meeting. But I can't wait. Meanwhile, when he sees Pastor, oh, Pastor, <laughs> look, humility, eh, is not bowing down and doing papa, papa. Humility is a spirit. If you have it, we know. The first time here, why are you preaching the way you are preaching? Preach. Preach. He said, look, they were offended. He said, but Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country. He said, among his own relatives and his own, own house. Now watch verse 5. He said, now he could not. Not he did not. He could not. He, he, he wished he could have opened the eyes of the blind. He wished the deaf would have heard. He, he had the desire to do it. But he could not. He just did it to work. Jesus, of all people, the one who raised the dead brought dead back to life Lazarus four days in the tomb called him out the guy came out of the tomb looking fresh he could not 
Because they couldn't discern. They couldn't discern that this man speaking to us is not the carpenter's son. They couldn't discern that this man speaking to us is not the son of Mary. That pregnancy that was so controversial. This man speaking to us is God fully expressed through man unto men. Familiar. So he could not. Except that he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. God is ever merciful. Here his mercy showed up. But he could not. Let me show you something. Please, who has a smartphone? I need two people with us. Okay, all right. One person is enough. Okay, please come. Now, I'm holding a smartphone. He's holding a smartphone. Are you watching? There are videos on my phone. There are pictures on my phone. There are songs on my phone. He wants them. And I'm to send them via Bluetooth. Are you following? So my Bluetooth is on. And then he said, Pastor, send them to me. Oh, I didn't say put on your Bluetooth. Thank you. He's very obedient. The pastor, send them to me. Now, his Bluetooth is off. My Bluetooth is on. No matter how hard I try, I can't send what I want to send to him. Do you know why? Because our phones must be compactable. So number two, compatibility is the reason why we are not seeing power and experiencing glory. See, I want to send the things to him, but he cannot receive them because his Bluetooth is off. So I said, switch on your Bluetooth. He said, no, 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 no. I don't feel like switching on my Bluetooth. I said, yes, my own is on. It must be compatible. When your Bluetooth is on and mine is on, then we can pair. And after pairing, I can send whatever I have to send to you. He said, I don't feel like. So I would try and try and try, but he will not receive it. What does this mean? The Bluetooth is on here, but the Bluetooth is off here. No matter how much the pastor desires that you be healed. No matter how much he desires that you will have your breakthrough. No matter how much he desires. As long as the pews are not compatible with the pulpit. There is no way that anything can be sent from the altar to the pews. But there must be compatibility. There must be one. There must be synergy. There is something that must be happening here. That tells that we are in connection with what is happening here until that click is there until that connection is there we cannot receive you cannot receive no matter how close you are you can receive before the introduction of Elijah the students of the school of prophets were there and they knew Elijah they worked with Elijah they saw his operations but the mantle did not fall on any of them. It fell on a guy who was spiritually compatible. Are you compatible? Are you compatible? Pastor Kondo hasn't told me anything. No. God has sent me to you. You must be compatible. Look, either than that, someone will walk from the street. Enter here and have an encounter. 
and their lives will be turned around. But you will be here playing fine boy, fine girl, looking good, looking nice, and your life will be the same. No compatibility. No compatibility. There must be compatibility. You must be in sync. Also, I was praying. I do a lot of intercession. I was praying some time back. Those times I used to be the music pastor in my former church. And one of the ladies, her issue was my issue. So, I would pray and pray and pray. One day I said, God, this thing has been long overdue. So I went to the park and I was praying for her. The Lord said, keep quiet. I thought he had a word, you know, for her. The Lord said, keep quiet. Don't pray. Leave her. Deal with something else. It will amaze you what God tells us about you. <laughs> Can you imagine Pastor Kujo calls you and says that I was praying for you and the Lord told me that I should stop praying for you because of one, two, three. The Lord said stop. So my spirit began to ask. So she's not ready for it. You know why? He said, any time that I arranged an encounter, when the angel brought what she's been expecting to the meeting, she was absent. She was absent. Those of you who come to church because you feel like coming to church, that was her life. Sunday, you see her in church. Because, but why didn't you... Pastor, to know, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel, I don't, I don't feel. See, I nearly mentioned her name, but see, this way, I don't feel, I don't feel her. God said, any time the angel brought was absent. Do you know why? She doesn't see where God has planted her as a solution center. And so, therefore, consistency is absent. She would serve when she feels like serving and do things when she feels like doing them. If you are here, repent. You don't pray because you feel like coming to pray. You don't, you don't go on soul winning because you feel like going on soul winning. It's a must. Because as long as you are consistent, one day, divinity will meet humanity. And when there is a meeting between divinity and humanity, a marriage has taken place. When marriage takes place, the next thing is intercourse. That intercourse will bring about a product. The product is called a miracle. God is not a magician to pick a magic wand and do Cinderella. Then all of a sudden, your life has turned around. No. Consistency and valuing where God has placed you. Honoring and being compatible spiritually is what will bring about the miracle. Today I came to encourage you that don't be 
familiar. Don't be familiar. Don't be familiar. The house of God is filled with so much. So much. You have no idea. This altar carries power, fire. You have no idea. But the way you treat the altar is how the altar will treat you. The way you treat the altar is how the altar will treat you. Be discerning. Turn to your neighbor and say, be discerning. Know where you are. It is, and he said they drink and eat damnation to themselves because they, they drink and eat without discernment. So, as, as preaching is going on, you are eating and you are drinking. As you are listening to me, your spirit is eating. Your spirit is drinking. How many of you know that? Yeah. We are three-dimensional. Body, soul, spirit. All these dimensions have what they feed on. It's no news to you, you know. The omutuo that you are going to eat, the watcher that you are going to eat after service, eh, it, it will feed your body. But, the spirit will feed on what comes from the altar. So you are eating and you are drinking. But because you are eating and drinking without discernment, you are eating and drinking damnation to yourself. And he said that is how some get sick. Do you know what sickness is? Malfunctioning. That is the reason why some people are malfunctioning. You are loaded with a lot of potential, yet we are not seeing products from your life. It's because of how you are receiving what is coming from. Say, Lord, I need help. Value what comes. Altar. Value. Value what comes from the altar. This dawn, as I was fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, he made a very interesting analogy. He said that, son, see something. See, this is your room. You can sweep here every day, but still grow with a beast in the room. I said, how so? He said, good. He said, when you leave everything where it is and you don't touch them and all you sweep is the available empty space. A snake can be hidden in a corner. Baby, in fact, egg. It will hatch. It will be growing in that same place. But because you don't attend to that, you will grow with a snake in your room. The day it becomes fully grown and appears, you don't have what it takes to deal with it. But you must learn to pull. Pull the chairs away. Pull the bed. Shift the bed. Pull the water. Do, you know, shift it. Sweep the back. Do all those things. Because as long as you do that, you are dealing with possibilities of growing with a beast. What am I trying to say? If we don't pull out some of these things and talk about them in the church, if we don't touch on some of these things, if we don't pull out, if we don't shift and begin to deal with some of the, the dirty things, eh, we will grow with beasts. We'll grow with beasts. We'll grow with beasts. Today's church has a, a posture. So for the, the, the give you a posture, they have a certain posture that tells you, the man of God, that these areas you can't go there. This one too, you can't go. This one too, you can't go there. But after these areas, you can go there. 
So, 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 so we have to be apologetic, and 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 you know, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, you said you. Meanwhile, what you are doing, eh? You are fooling. I should tell you that. Look, you are fooling. It's not an insult. I'm only informing you of what you are doing. I'm telling you, you are fooling. It doesn't mean I hate you. I love you very much, oh, but you are fooling. The baby said, "Amen." You see, but it's like no, the posture. The posture is like, no, you, you, you can't touch that one. You can't pull. No, 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 no. This one, they leave it like that. You know, touch, don't touch, don't talk about our timing. Don't talk about our attitude towards the things of God. Don't talk about that one. Rather than eh, give us inspiration, inspire us, and then tell us that with Christ, we can do all things. You know, uh-huh, that one. And, 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 and we are growing gradually with beasts. We're growing gradually with beast. The day the beast will appear, we'll not be able to deal with it. To become too grown and too strong. See, the serpent in Genesis that is not dealt with in Revelation to become a dragon. Deal with the serpent now. But look, he said, You shall know, mommy, you shall know the truth, oh, and it is the truth that shall make you free. He didn't say, You shall know nice talk, he said, You shall know the truth. Am I, am I talking truth here? Am I speaking the truth here? Look, we until we learn not to be familiar. God said, I have given you shepherds after my own heart. I am the one who anointed them and I know what I have put on them. I am the one who called them and I know what I have placed in them and why I called them. I'm the one who assigned them. I know the assignment I have given to them. In fact, the truth of the matter is that I considered you to anoint them. So God considered you to anoint Pastor Kojo. God considered you to anoint Reverend Anka. God considered you to anoint Mommy. God considered you to anoint every minister that works here. God considered you to anoint them. But the way you handle that grace, no, is the problem. It's the problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. So for my birthday, a father spoke with me and, and, and prayed for me. The moment he started making declarations, I went down on my knees. It's all the way in the US. It's not a video call. My hand is like this. His hand is also like this. But I will not take that. No matter how far he is, I won't take that grace for granted. If he were with me, I will kneel for him to speak over my life. So in his absence, I will still kneel. How do you perceive? This is not wudo. It's an altar. It's an altar. And as you eat and drink, as you eat and drink, you must eat and drink life. You must eat and drink power. You must eat and drink growth. You must eat and drink advancement. But it's, in, it's dependent on how 
you treat it. Like the gentleman I used as an example, pastor picked his first towel and then said the place, the road is very dusty. To say, yo, yeah, 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 pastor, the road is very, very dusty. Pastor's first towel. So when they go into the service, how is he going to receive what the pastor is going to say? Oh yeah, so you, I drove you here. Hmm. Let me say this to close. Every human being is a multi-dimensional person. Let me skew it down to men of God. Every man of God, it doesn't matter. You may have seen his nakedness in his chamber. He's multi-dimensional. As you are looking at me, I am multi-dimensional. The same me at a point in time, I am somebody's husband. I'm a husband. The same me, I'm a father. The same me, I'm a pastor. The same me, I am somebody's employee. The same, I'm multi-dimensional. So, listen, when you are dealing with a man of God, you may not know the dimension that he's been switched to. So, if you've known him as friend, when he's functioning as an apostle, you must be discerning enough to know that this is my friend, though, but this is an apostle talking now. So, I must receive him as an apostle. It's called discernment. A woman would go to church and would kneel to serve the pastor. There's nothing wrong about that. It's very good. Kneel. Oh, pastor. Oh, pastor. Oh, pastor. But when she goes home, eh, and she has to serve the husband, she, in fact, when the husband wants to this food for himself, and he's going for the glass plate, you say, hey, no. Not that one. It's for my visitors. That's your food there. The women are not liking me at this time. Let me switch to the men so that I can balance. Man, husband, you are blessed to have a wife who wake up at dawn, hold her waist, face the wall. Oh God, my husband, open the heavens over his life and you are foolish enough to say, ah, noisy woman a woman who's been interceding for you tuning into AOV at dawn lifting up prayer for you so that you will prosper you have smelled small dollars small cities so you are calling her a noisy woman familiarity we have a balance now put your hands together for Jesus familiarity familiarity so the day God decides to strip you of all that he's blessed you with buy your bunny on your bunny because you don't value what has given rise to that blessing upon your life so it's not just a sickness in church it's a sickness even in the family unit husband does not honor wife wife does not honor husband children don't honor parents parents don't honor children and all of us, country broke, country no broke, we did inside like that. Moving like a train without a driver. 
Is that not accident? From today, I came as an apostle of God with a divine assignment to tell ICGC, Tantra Hill Assembly, that the, the Lord who has brought you together as a body has endowed you with so much blessing. There is so much presence here. There is so much grace, so much power. There is so much giftings here. But your value for what God has blessed you with is what is left. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to God. Talk to God. And be sincere about it. You feel like kneeling down, kneel down. You feel like lying down, lie down. Whatever you feel like doing, do. But talk to God anyway. Talk to God. Zahaka paradisonaya. Rendoshke brandis kafatileato. Lameko bandili bredoshta. Radeshahataya. Pray for mercy. Leko sahabadi lahataya. Mercy Lord. Mercy Lord. Mercy Lord. Even your presence, O oh God, we have taken for granted. Mercy Lord. Mercy Lord. Mercy Lord. Mercy Lord. We've taken your wisdom for granted. We've taken your power for granted. We've not recognized your power. We've not recognized your glory. We've not recognized your presence. We've not. But Lord, have mercy. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy. 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 La soma kibahanataya. Reno shabande totalia. Rebasco pandi di betola nae, randeske brande levadola, rakabahani matalani atola, rameska pandi di briano, ragada baradiano tai matale, regade brado shatahadaya, legada barande shahadaya, Lord Messi. Help us not to drink damnation to ourselves. Help us not to drink damnation, not to eat damnation. Oh God, we repent, we repent, we repent. If your people who are called by your name shall humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then will you hear from heaven. You said you will hear and heal their land. We repent to God. Oh, that you will hear. Oh, that you will heal our land. Hamataya, Lemati Bananiatola, Recapande Brandistoyale, Ragada Baruapaya, Mazege de Baratadia Pale, Rapandi Brandos Cataya, Ragada Baruapaya, Lecapande Le Baruataya, have mercy of God, forgive us of our familiarity, Ayage Paranusa, Lepandi Liceparia, Le Atanima and Recapande Le Grande Stabaya, Regadi. Baranetaya, leka brandes kapaya, rapandi di Brianola, ragada bande lekataya, eza tula Marianola, regade baruapaya, abianataya masonde, leka pandi di bedola, ragada bande lega bradeshataya, reka pandi Brialo, regade bariatala, ramantele brangotaya, levedu balatiale, reka sondalia, reka bande apaine matola, raka Pande brando scabaya, rapandi di briano, regade bande le gabaya, rakatane le baruapaya, yagada baruapaya, yagada basiante, rekatonde de brande scataya. Thank you, Spirit of God. Can you close your eyes?
close your eyes and lift up your hands.
Now in the spirit of humility for the next one minute, ask for the spirit of honor. Honor is a spirit. If God doesn't give it to you, you can't honor. Talk to God and say, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Today we came upon this mountain with a spirit of sincerity. Lord, help me. I want to honor you. I want to honor what you've given me, the gift you've given me in my man of God. Ah, Lord, the spirit of honor. 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 Bless your body with the spirit of honor. For everything we require, you have already given to us. But our perception. Now through your word, you've corrected our perception. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. 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 I'm hearing 14th April. Somebody should mark that date. 14th April. Somebody should mark that date. It's a day for someone. And there's going to be a mighty time will not permit me to prophesy. I'm hearing 14th April. It's a day for somebody. It's a day for somebody. And it's just in some few weeks' time. 14th April 1-4. Has anybody connected to that date here? I'm hearing 14th April. Father, in the name of Jesus, stretch forth your hands. These represent the hearts of your children. Receive them and let them become a sweet-smelling savor before you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.